Welcome to the listening space, bringing presence into daily life. Honoring meaningful conversations to inspire listening, speaking truth, and feeling heard. Hello, I am Bevan Reynolds. I'm a registered counselor, hypnotherapist, and conscious dance facilitator. I'm passionate about healing and transformation and see myself as a guide for my clients on their journey of embodying their inherent wholeness. Hello, I'm Nidhi Amanda Chato. I'm a psychosocial therapist, facilitator, and wise elder coach. I'm inspired to help my clients heal into wholeness and find meaning and balance in their lives spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, and physically showing up. Welcome to the listening space. Welcoming ourselves here today. And before we begin this conversation, we're just going to take a, a moment of mindfulness, a moment of uh, bringing ourselves into presence, and just focusing our awareness on this moment and a beautiful doorway for that process is the breath. So let's just uh, draw in a, a nice deep breath, perhaps counting to three as we inhale. And just holding that peak of the breath for three seconds. And releasing for three. And again, one, two, three, inhale. One, two, three, hold. And one, two, three, exhale. And a final time for now. Hmm. I'm just releasing that. Allowing your your forehead to just smooth, all the muscles in your face to, to soften, allowing the tongue to rest in the mouth. And just inviting a, a very gentle smile for the corners of the mouth. Just welcoming the whole self here as you are, as you are, <laughs> as your heart is. <sighs> so thank you, Nidhi. Thank you, Bevan. Um, today, Hello, everybody. Thanks, Bevan. It was beautiful. Um, something that happened when you were doing that beautiful introduction, that mindfulness, awareness, 
moment of just of what it means to soften and when one softens how everything just becomes slower and quieter and yet we still have to deal with everything that we have to deal with in, in each and every day um, often things that we don't expect to happen but when we do it with, from a place of softness and from, I suppose, slowing down in that we become more purposeful and more conscious of what we're doing, it definitely changes the experience of how to deal with life. And um, it's a, it's a practice that I'm learning particularly, well, I suppose at the moment because of my age, but also just in, in my quality of presence is to start to slow down. And when I rush, what happens is my nervous system gets really overtaxed and I lose, I sometimes become a bit overwhelmed and, and frantic, etc. And I know that if I just slow down, even when I'm driving, if I just slow down to a more manageable way of, of just being present, everything happens easier. Mm. And, that, you know, the theme of our last conversation and what came up at the end of the uh, our session was to talk about slowing down. And when you said just now about softening, I realized like that is exactly the process of slowing down is to soften, is to just soften, soften the breath, soften the need to push, to just come into a place of, of stillness and still cope with what we have to cope with in life. Mm. Yeah, so that was a, yeah. a nice moment for me. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, the you know, when I hear you say that, I think, oh, wow, well, you know, the softness is so, it's in contrast to the urgency that we, that, that, um, what is it? That's the, 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 what's it? The hamster wheel of life that we seem to get drawn and pulled into. Um, and, you know, I came across this thing today and I thought it was quite, uh, quite pertinent to the subject that in 1974 there were cardiologists that did some research and they came up with this term of the ha the hurriness disease and I think I just want to um, speak into it because I thought it was really <laughs> it's so pertinent because and it's still so relevant to this day oh the hurry sickness sorry is that's what they called it a continuous struggle and unremitting attempt to accomplish or achieve more and more things or participate in more and more events in less time. So in essence, it's, it's this fear-driven urgency that we feel like we have to do more and more in less time. And so the invitation to soften is, is this beautiful medicine that just you know, invites us in a, in a different direction. <laughs> It's an invitation to step off of the hamster wheel and to walk at, a, at, a, at our authentic pace. And yeah, I think we're going to flesh this out in so much more detail as we discuss for the next little while. I'm really excited. And Nidhi, you were speaking about your personal journey of, of slowing down. That's, that's been something that's really 
uh, a theme in your life. Yes, and, and, and what's so interesting is that the quality of presence gets greater when I, when I, the more I slow down. And I, I had this memory of, of doing Zen walking. So I was at an ashram in India and there was a, a meditation practice of doing Zen walking. Of, of Zen as such, but the walking. So the, the Zen walking is you, you take a step in front of you and you actually put your toe down and then your heel down. And then you wait and take the breath. And then you very quietly and gently take another step. And each step is in presence. And what they do in the meditation is that if you are not paying attention and you're not in the here and now, they'll come and tap you on your shoulder. So it just because you can see when someone is not present. And that for me was such a difficult exercise because we all just want to move forward and we want to get things done and we want to tick it off our list and we want to create, you know, it's like this achievement. Let's achieve. Let's because we saw results orientated. And what, what the journey is, is when we slow down is we enjoy the journey more. We, we pay attention to more of what's happening around us. So we see more. And we've spoken a lot in our set, in our conversations in the listening space about witnessing nature, about seeing what's right in front of us, about that the beauty of, of what is in the present moment can only be witnessed when we slow down enough to see it. So the learning about becoming a wise woman and moving into an the elder space is your body and, and everything starts to need you to slow down. I need to slow down because I can't push anymore, but it's, it's more than the physical slowing down. It's this, this awareness of self, this awareness that you just don't have the capacity and that if you move too fast, you miss the treasures and the beautiful moments. Um, and then what happens is if you sit and reflect on what has happened for the day, for example, you suddenly realize, ah, oh, I missed that and I missed that and I missed that because we were just rushing forward. So it's a practice for me slowing down. Mm. Um, I want to just share quick stories. I had a client and he, he was under 30 and just this really dynamic super fast achiever who just moved at, at the most amazingly fast rate and when in us one of our sessions I said to him you know perhaps you could slow down and he got so angry with me because the concept of slowing down is not is is seen as not being able to achieve mm. and um as we continued our session, so he started to learn and take in that, that wisdom that if he slowed down a little bit, he actually would be able to achieve more in his day and enjoy the journey. So mm. I think slowing down, it's, it's, it's not only for the age thing, but I think it's just about being, becoming more present in life, becoming more 
one with the mm. moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my, in my personal journey of, of working with this, <laughs> with this theme of slowing down and, and wanting to weave it into so many more aspects of my life, I realized that I had to, I had to own it as something that I valued. Mm. And I had to really go within myself, okay, and go, you know, what are my values that are driving some of the sense of urgency? And when I started to invite the, the first of all, the self-care, that when we slow down, it really is healthier <laughs> for all aspects of our being. I mean, those cardiologists who did that uh, research, it was because people were developing heart disease and they were trying to figure out why. And it was directly linked to the stress and this urgency. So it was valuing health. It was valuing the, you know, as you said, that appreciation for the process uh, and for what the richness that we can actually absorb when we slow down. And it, it uh, yeah, and it, you know, it, it was in valuing those that the process and, and the health that's involved in slowing down, I started to be able to really implement more and more of those behaviors that I needed to in order to slow down my world. I needed to slow down my, my inner world and slow down my, how I was operating in the world externally. And so I feel like the process starts, yes, with those moment-to-moment -moment practices of mindfulness, but there's also a deeper layer of exploring what we value and, and perhaps looking at the fears that may be driving that sense of urgency. What are we afraid of that we feel like we have to get so, um, you know, hooked onto that wheel? So it, it makes me think of often when you're driving in a car and someone pushes at the back, they're like in such a hurry and they overtake you and they take a terrible risk and they often put other people at risk as well. And then they get stuck at the traffic light. And, and then you come along and you just park, you know, you stand next to them in the car. And it's like, what is that about? That need to always push forward. And, and yes, it is, a, it is an internal need, an internal essence and, and, and sort of a, a, a quality that um, I think that a lot in the world is so noisy and so, you know, everything's fast and everything's moving at such a fast pace that it's terrifying to slow down because there's a, there's a big space and how are you going to fill that space? You know, what are you going to do in that space or how are you going to utilize that time or how are you going to be, how are you going to show up in, in that space? You know, because there's this need to just, do things at a, at, at a very fast pace. And if you think of the internet that we're working on, technology now, you know, we, when, when, when the internet came to South Africa, we were on dial-up and it was a very, very slow. And now it's very, very fast and it's never fast enough because when, you know, in our daily life, if the internet drops a little or there's a lot of traffic, we always say it's so slow. And yet, if you think about it, it's absolutely extremely fast. <laughs> and um, so we, we are conditioned to, to move at such a fast pace. Mm. 
and um, so that's the concept of you know when you when you meditate that the whole concept of meditation is slowing down it's balancing the breath it's coming into this rhythm and it's much slower and in fact as you meditate and go into a deeper place within yourself you act your breathing actually slows down it, it's it just it's a, it's a physiological response to to meditation and that's why when we come out of the meditation we generally feel so much more at peace because we've sort of caught we've caught up with ourselves we've actually connected with with this big expanded space that has a you know unlimited possibility and potential mm. but we don't have so, to we don't have to do anything you know yeah mm, yeah I think the, you know, you're starting to draw on some of the, you know, a very core technique for slowing down. Uh, and, you know, in preparation for our discussion, I was kind of thinking about what are the other kinds of things that, uh, that we can do and, uh, you know, what we could do to slow down uh, <laughs> seems ironic, but yes, it, it, it is, it's, it's almost, a, it's an intentionality. It feels that it needs to be intentional in order for us to, to recondition ourselves or un unlearn the hamster wheel and, and uh, wire ourselves for the slow down way of being, uh, you know, and that that sense of embodiment, intentionally bringing ourselves into the moment in connection with the body. Uh, one of the things that came up was this capacity to sit with sit with that space that you mentioned because we I feel like we we're not really a society that values boredom and I, and I say that in in, in like inverted commas because that space of doing nothing not having anything to do is, is really a birthplace of a lot of creativity and innovation and often connection because when we, we step off of the hamster wheel, we have the opportunity to connect, connect with the experience around us, connect with ourselves, connect with others. When we intentionally slow down a little bit, maybe even intentionally take our time to do something <laughs> more slowly, like, you know, almost force ourselves to do it slowly. We, we actually open up the space for so much else to happen you know, to for connection to happen, creativity to happen, other other experiences to happen that we wouldn't have uh, met or allowed to emerge within us and around us if we had stayed on that sense of having to get things done and achieve right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bevan, it's so interesting because that's the listening space. Because when we slow down and we come into presence and we are embodied and we are in that moment and we are breathing and we are connected, that's when we start to listen to the whisperings of the wisdom. And that is the listening space. It, it, it can only happen in that space. Otherwise, we don't even hear. And just, just while you were talking, I just thought like that is that was the reason that we started these conversations was about that space, that space of listening, mm. of really listening. And mm. 
the quality of, of listening is to slow yourself down enough to put your thoughts aside and stop that hamster wheel in the mind so that you can hold space and hear what someone else is saying, you know, and in meditation or in mindfulness or in, in being present in nature, when we slow down, we start to hear the wisdom. And that's when that creativity and that beautiful wisdom and exciting information can actually come into, into our being and can motivate and create such beautiful opportunities. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for drawing that connection to the listening stairs. And it's a, yeah, it's just so it landed so beautifully there. <laughs> thank you. Mm. Uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm feeling called to also bring into to weave into this discussion is the, you know, our, our play from a play, you know, what is our sense of where can we take action in our lives to perhaps create the conditions in which this slow downness can happen. Mm. I think there's almost a, a few steps back and I mean, the word boundaries comes up and I know it's a very rich topic and um, it's, it's discussed a lot these days, but I feel like it, it's a, you know, boundaries for me are an energetic container in which the listening can occur, in which the slow downness can happen, in which the meditation, in which the mindfulness can be experienced. And I feel like we can't detach discipline. <laughs> no, it requires a discipline. You know, it's so interesting because it, it's, it is about boundaries and it's about sacred space and it's about changing a habit. And that is, it is a discipline. It's, it's a, it's a practice in a way. And I suppose then coming back to that, that Zen walking, of it's a practice you have to do it every day um, you know cons consistently to start to change that need to speed up and to be able to see when you're speeding up to say okay and then to stay in a place of of compassion and kindness that when we speed up it's okay to come back into slow it down you know it's it's a practice and it is um it is it is a discipline um and that's how you change habits you know you change them one step at a time and you start I also, to, uh, sorry <laughs> i also think there's a muscle involved in a way um of you know with that practice there there's also a slight i just want to say you know, as humans, we really want to, we want, we don't, we don't really like sitting in discomfort. Yeah. A lot of what we do is to seek comfort. And I, I do feel like in slowing down, we, we move through, you know, that process of finding those stiller points. And as we, we, we introduce it as a practice on a, perhaps a day-to-day -day basis, we go for a period where we, we have to learn to sit with a bit of frustration. Mm. Mm. and and a little bit of distress we almost have to learn to build a, a muscle to sit with a bit of discomfort 
And why I say that is I think that in slowing down, like personally, I have to, I can feel the, the, that slight unconscious pressure of others to, to be immediate, mm. to respond now, to, to be that instant gratifying person who gives all the information now on the button because, you know, you're, you're a device away, <laughs> which is often very close to us. Mm. And to actually learn to sit with some of that, that, that's how one of the techniques that I've been using to slow down my own life is to, I must sit with that discomfort of, 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 and hold that tension a bit and not be that one that responds immediately because I'm holding my own sacred boundary. But it, it's, it's a challenge because you can feel the pull of the other. They want you now. <laughs> I don't know if you can relate. <laughs> completely. And I think that even, even though I'm slowing down and I sometimes will get a message and it calls me. It's like having a piece of chocolate cake in the fridge. It just calls you. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> and it, it is uncomfortable. But the more we can stretch it out and slow ourselves down and, and as you say, like really be with that discomfort, then we come through the other side and there's growth. And, you know, it's like everything that we do, it takes practice. It takes intent. It's, it's an intention and that we're not going to get it right immediately. But to stay, to stay true to the self, if once you make the decision, to actually stick to the decision because the, the benefits are so great. And as I said in the beginning, we still get to do the things that we have to do. It's not that they don't get done. It's just they get done differently. And we enjoy them, them more. Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's such a big aspect of it mm. that it, that that we that we enjoy it that the that yeah and perhaps stretching out the timeline of something it gets done with a different quality mm. and in that we we draw more from it and we give more to it uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm noticing, obviously our listeners can't see, but there's a plant in Nidhi's um, uh, bookshelf behind her. And the, the metaphor of, of, we can't rush the garden. We can't rush. I mean, think of an avo tree. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Patience of a saint to yield the avos. But once, once we do <laughs> plant that seed and nurture it for that time and allow it to, to, to grow at its own pace, the fruit is the fruit is so rich and delicious. So as a as a thought to, to come to the end of our conversation is that often we plant things that we don't witness the fullness of their growth in our lifetime. So when we plant trees, it takes sometimes 25 to 30 years for them to come to the fullness of their being. And so what we do is I think when we slow down is that we are investing in the future in, in a way in in possibilities of of time that we because we took a moment to slow down that it also has such an impact on on layers upon layers and generations upon generations you know mm. um, 
yeah. I have to thank you for speaking into that because it, it is a way of, of that the slowing down isn't only about the self, it's also about the collective. You're contributing to the collective in a different way. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the future generations. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Thank a beautiful you. way to come to the end of our conversation. And the time always goes really fast. It's amazing. So just to end off, I just want us to close our eyes for a moment. We're just going to take a beautiful deep breath. And as you breathe out, just become still with yourself. And as you continue to breathe, just feel yourself slowing down. And that just for a moment, your breathing is in rhythm. Your heartbeat is in rhythm. And you just are connected with your own beautiful rhythm. And just feel outside of yourself connected to another's rhythm. Those that you are with in a space that you share space with and just feel how it feels when everyone just slows to the same rhythm, comes into the same rhythm and then the collective rhythm, the collective connection that in one moment can feel the oneness and the connection of all. Let's take a beautiful deep breath in. And as you breathe out, become more present in yourself and aware of your environment. And take another beautiful deep breath in. Mm. And gently, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Mm, thank you. Mm. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>